This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning each day or your entire life all over again, only this time with the loving God at the center. We hope you'll experience joy from listening and find yourself laughing and living it up all the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey everybody, this is Wednesday, April 22nd, 2015, and this is Living It Up While Beginning Again. This is Scott and my lovely wife, Teresa, and uh, we're just really happy to be with you today. Yeah, we are. Today is a very special day, and I just want to apologize first for my voice. I don't know what's going on with me. I feel <laughs> fine. I just hope I'm I'm easy on your ears. I don't, I don't mean to be anything but that. Mm. But today is a special day for us. Uh, one year ago today, my mom went home to be with the Lord. Yes. And um, by God's grace, you know, we've been able to make it through all those firsts without her here with us anymore. And our intention of with this podcast is hopefully that, you know, what we share today concerning the grieving process of what we've experienced for this one year will help others um, that are listening who are currently grieving now or for those in the future because at some point we will all be grieving Mm -hmm. and um you know we just like to to uh coin this good grief yeah and one of the reasons is because uh that's what my mom always said she would say that good grief no matter what it was about that was just (laughs) kind of her her thing and so we want to understand as well what that really means when we're finished with this podcast that's right, and, and an, an encouraging verse um, in Romans eight thirty eight through thirty nine is something that I think we all need to hear, especially if we're going through some grieving process, because sometimes we may feel separated from God. So, it says in Romans eight thirty eight thirty nine, and I am convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries for tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all the creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yeah, and and having looked back on this whole year and even that that night that she passed away, Mm. I just sensed God there. And I, I look mm-hmm. back on that this whole year and remembering when I was a child growing up, how I always thought about that time in my life when my parents would, you know, die, yeah. which in the natural order of things, parents typically go before their children. I didn't know. I would think, how will I ever get through that? And now I'm here I am at this stage in my life, and they're both gone. And I know by God's grace, I've been able to continue on in my life, and I felt him carrying me that night and for every you know anniversary after that which right after that was mother's day because mm-hmm. mom died obviously april the 22nd mother's day was the following month mm. and then of course this summer and you know all, all, the, all that that entails free time to go and spend and then of course all the holidays after that thanksgiving and of course christmas, christmas new year's mm-hmm. and then we here we go again with um Easter and then all the birthdays in April which we have and then here we are and we were just talking earlier that it actually seems longer than a year it does it seems it seems much longer than a year mm-hmm. yeah. 
And looking back on that, you know, for me, if no matter what it is, if I can just get a hold of myself, I realize that my feelings aren't going to kill me. Um, so much of it has to do with my thinking. And so once I can stay focused and stay centered and realize um, I may feel like I'm going to lose it, I may feel like I'm going to go off the deep end, but but I didn't and I wasn't even going to at that point. And when you have a faith in God, a God that loves you, you press into him mm-hmm. and he presses back to you. Yes. And that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned through all of my pain in my life that the more I pressed into him and, and divulged and and uh, exercise good grief, which to me is being very verbal and not apologizing for it, whether it's to a friend or another family member, but to him is what I'm regarding to. Um, that's the healthiest thing is to get it out mm-hmm. and to, to talk about it. And people that really care about you aren't going to care. I think for the most part they feel uncomfortable like you don't want <sighs> to talk about it, when in reality it's more of a point of just saying, just I really just want someone to listen to me. You don't have to say anything. Just be willing mm-hmm. to listen. Um, and I've said this before. The one of the other greater things to me about grieving is just those natural tears that God gives us to not hold them back. Mm-hmm. Just go on and cry. And as a girl, we don't want to mess up our hair and makeup. <laughs> go into a meeting, whatever. And yeah. I just gave that up. I just said, if I don't do this now, I'm. It's, it's just going to follow me. And every every tear that I cried, honey, I'd get just a little bit more healing. That's I'd right. gain a little bit more ground if I would give my self permission to not maybe be prideful or be concerned about what other people were going to think. I just didn't care. And I still don't. And again, we just went through all the birthdays and, um, I, you know, spent quite a bit of time by myself and out on my jog or at the house or whatever, you know, that I had some, some moments in April, but I just, I just welcomed them and worked through them and, and went on and choose to be grateful that I had the parents that I had, and I know there's people listening that didn't have, you know, good parents, but there's still, I believe, good that we can find in grief. It can be good grief because it can change you for the better. Yeah, it can. If you will allow it to. You're right. And, you know, and, and uh, you know, I experienced good grief when I came to know Jesus because I had so much uh, inner um, um, grief that I had not expressed over my life. And, and when I came to know him, I mean, it allowed me to get all that out to where, man, I could cry about it, mm-hmm. you know? And I realized what good grief really is, you know, is, man, God wants you to. It's okay to grieve over a loss of a loved one or maybe a loss of a job or a loss of, you know, your income. Whatever the case may be, something that's lost that, you know, affects your life, especially something that's been around all your life. Mm-hmm. God wants you to grieve. He does. Jesus wept. Right. You know, so it's okay. He wants us to do that. But he also wants us to know that for every tear we cry, he cries also. Right. Okay. He feels your pain. He knows your pain. He knows the pain of of losing a mom. Yeah. You know, when he was dying on the cross, he knew, he, you know, he, he's, you know, he's going to lose his mother. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, or when his dad, Joseph, passed away. I mean, we don't know when he did, but. It seems like he probably did when, you know, Jesus was in his early teens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, he, Jesus experienced all this, and he wants us to, to know that, hey, grieve, but also 
he's right beside you and he's hand in hand with you. He's going to be with you through the whole process. Right. Well, one thing I, I like is something that William Shakespeare said. Um, there's also great quotes out there from others. Um, uh -huh. He said, what wound did ever heal but by degrees? In other words, it doesn't happen. It isn't. You don't heal overnight. Right. It's a little, little by little, inch by inch, and that's okay. Yeah. You just can't. You can't rush it. And so, with this being the first anniversary, people a lot of times want to know, well, what do we do? How do we honor this person's mm -hmm. year of not being with us anymore? Well, I, I just text my sisters, and you know, we thought about possibly getting together. But those of you that don't live in Texas, apparently, we've got some pretty severe weather that we're looking at tomorrow night and one of my sisters is deathly afraid of that kind of weather and her initial response is mm. now the weather's supposed to be really bad but you know whatever it is that you want to do you might be um light a candle it might be you might have something of that person's that piece of jewelry maybe some clothing maybe pictures that you can finally look at just do something i think go to the cemetery Whatever works for you. And you know what? And if you don't do any of that, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. Mm -hmm. People deal with the first anniversary in a different way. Yeah. I personally go, you know, when I go to the graveside, um, I find some comfort in, in what's on their headstones. But I know that they're not there. Right. You know, and that's okay. Um, I'm glad that we have something there to honor them and respect them. And, and I think that's the way it ought to be, at least for us. Mm -hmm. But do you remember any, what y'all did on your mom's first anniversary of, of her passing? Or um, Yeah, we, we went to her so grave. years ago. Yeah, it was 17 years ago. Um, we went to her gravesite. Hmm. And um, um, as, a, as or my two brothers and myself. And... Um, just reflected on some memories, you know. Uh, my mother and I were so close. Of course, she was close with all of us, but my mother and I had a real special bond because um, she raised me by herself. And so, uh, you know, it's been 17 years. Mm -hmm. Just like William Shakespeare said, you know, it's, it's a process. Right. And even though she's been gone 17 years, it's still... I'm still in the grieving process. I'm still getting through it, you know, because, uh, you know, and we'll do the, we do the same thing for Teresa's mom. I mean, every year, you know, and every second, every day is a grieving process. And so we just, we just know, we, we think of the, upon the memories, but we really think, of, think upon where she is. You know what I mean? That she's not sick anymore. You know, she's not hurting anymore. And she's with with Jesus, man. And, and gosh, what that's a lot of comfort for those who believe in in Jesus Christ, that your loved one is with Him. That's right. And so, and, and not in pain anymore. And so, uh, yeah, you miss them here, that's for sure. But sometimes, when it gets to the point, if they're really sick, it almost becomes selfish to, to want them to stay here instead of wanting to get better. You know what I mean? So, and we anyway. we, we kind of always had that you know in the back of our heads are we being selfish here mm -hmm. you know but it wasn't up to us you know it really wasn't no it wasn't no. but we understood a, a lot of uh people had gone before us in their situations with family members what do we do here yeah i'm with my dad we were faced with that i mean he you know he had a, a if you know what is it that they you don't want to be left on life support and all of yeah. that yeah well, that was what we were faced with him, with moms. Living will. Mm -hmm. yeah. Moms was just a, a process. 
you know, with our yeah. Alzheimer's, you know, they pass from complications from that. Dad's was sudden. Yeah. But, you know, the scripture in 1 Corinthians 13, 7 through 8, which is the love mm. chapter, love always protects. Who's God, who, who is love? God is love. Right. So we just insert his name there. Love, meaning God, always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love, meaning God, never fails. Mm-hmm. Man, if I didn't have him, I don't know what I would do through this process. I know. And, you know, um, that's, that's just a... A comfort for me, and I'm so grateful again to my parents for having introduced me to him. I don't remember not knowing him. Yeah. You know, what a joy that's been to, to be able to, you know, share in that with, with him. Right. To have the gratitude to him for them and also to, to shed the tears that, you know, their time had come and those days, their days were numbered. He knew when they were coming. That's right. You know, and the rebuilding of our life, I think, is something mm-hmm. people... And that first year go, what do, you know, where do we go from here? And yeah. you can't feel guilty about that. It doesn't mean that you don't love them. It doesn't mean, I mean, I remember thinking, my mom just passed away. And you look out on the street and these cars are still driving. And people are still jogging. And people are still buying their grocery stores. And I'm dying inside. How can life, y'all just don't mm-hmm. understand what, you know, life does go on. Mm. And, you know, we do have um, wonderful memories and you know it's like that saying I always heard that it doesn't you don't ever forget you just learn to live with it mm-hmm. and that's what you do and thankfully it be, it kind of reverses to where the memories are still there but the joy the joyful memories mm-hmm. push to the surface I think more than the pain of them not being here anymore yeah you know what I mean oh yeah and that's a comfort to know too I can look at pictures now yeah and um, it was not as difficult you know, as it was. You know, and, and uh, no matter how much, you know, I wanted to comfort Teresa and, and the words I may have uh, said to her and the prayers and, and uh, just being with her during this process, no, no healing um, is better than the healing that comes from Jesus. And I, I'm telling you that right now. That's what got her through it um, was the simple fact that she knew Jesus was there. Not only that, but yeah. when I was helping, I made it a point to help other people. That's right. In their grief, because you step up to the plate and go, oh, I've, I've had several friends that um, have lost loved ones since my mom, and I've done what I can. What I, can. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see them as, maybe as often as I would like to, but you're just sharing that, and you know you know what that like, what that's like, what that feels like. Maybe it's just a card. Maybe it's just a text. Maybe remembering certain Mother's Day that's coming up or Christmas or those kinds of things that that means a lot you know and I know what that means for people to remember yeah. and in the beginning you're just inundated with so much of that and then as time goes by and you hear from fewer fewer people it means a lot when you get them out of the blue and I try to remember that you know yeah. so um, helping others reaching out boy that helped me a lot to reach no, out did. and get out of myself and, and not necessarily for anybody else that had was going through griefing. It could just be to help somebody else, my neighbor across the street who, you know, mm-hmm. we help quite a bit, whatever, just to get out of myself. That always, always helps me. Yeah, get out of the situation you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And rebuilding is not abandoning that person where you feel that the enemy can try to put guilt on you as you try to 
you know, go on. It's like you're not abandoning their memory. You're not abandoning the fact that they once lived here on this earth. You just have to go on. Mm-hmm. And you do. You know? And you think that you're, you just, you look back from the year before and you just think a year from now. I had people tell me a year from now you're going to feel so much better and just couldn't understand it. But I do now. Yeah. I do understand it. It is true. Um, if you can just be patient and, and work through it and because it has a grief has a lot of different phases and a lot of different faces and it's uncontrollable and it comes on its own you're right for no no reason at all you know did you honey have some kind of a memory that brought healing um for you um i had tons of memories yeah and one in particular um (laughs) Gosh, just the just the the fact of how encouraging my mother was to me. Um, she she was my biggest hero, you know, my my biggest supporter. In that's a, and that's a great memory. You know, I mean, she always supported me. She always encouraged me, and um, said I could be more than what I ever dreamed I could be. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that 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 was uh, that still encourages me today. I still. Uh, every once in a while, I want to pick up the phone and call her. Yeah. And uh, that first year, I, I, I bet you I picked up the phone, I don't know how many times, mm-hmm. 100 times, just to pick, just to call her and uh, realize she wasn't there. Well, see, to me, those memories keep you for where you feel like I'm not completely letting go of their memory and, and of yeah. them. And God bless, he blesses us with thoughts and memories. And it's a love that's more powerful than, than death, you know, through the gifts that our loved one you know, can forever remain a cherished part of our life. It's just huge. We don't have to let them go forever. Yeah. And be grateful for um, who they molded us to be. That's right. So it's not an easy thing to, to yeah. talk about. But the point was to share with those um, out there that it's not going to kill you. That's right. Reach out. It's good grief to talk about it. It's That's right. It's good to... Just let people know, you know what, this is not a good day. Yeah. Or, hello, uh, I need to remind y'all, you know, this is the first year of my mom's anniversary. Count me out. Yeah. Don't 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 be concerned about what they think because if they, you know, treat you one way or the other or say something that they shouldn't, you might want to uh, visit that relationship because a true friend is just going to stand beside you and, yeah. and have not have any expectations of you during this time. That's right. So anyway, I yep. hope this has been a, a, a when you a, t- the takeaway from this is that good grief, like we mentioned, we wanted to honor my mom with mm-hmm. that topic because she said it so much. But grief is good and it is necessary. That's right. To to go on and wake up a year from now and go, wow, you know, I, I got through that. Yeah. Because once you get through it, you're stronger. That's right. You are able to step up to the plate and help other people. For us, that's what our life is all about, right, honey? That's right. And, you know, be that friend for that person who is going through a grieving process. You don't have to say a word. Just be there for them. Mm-hmm. That's you right. Know, in other words, be like Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, you know, we do dedicate this podcast today, um, April twenty second, 2015, to Jean Samson. What a wonderful lady. Yeah. If you looked in the dictionary under lady, you'd find her name. 
That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Um, so many people go through a grieving process and they never get over it. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're not saying that you ever do get over it, but I'm just saying you don't ever learn to live with it because you don't ever have someone there with you all the time. And you may be thinking, well, how can someone be with me all the time? Well, Jesus can. Mm-hmm. And if you've never given your heart to Jesus, and or maybe you thought you did, and you're realizing you never did, give your heart to him, well, do it today. Because you'll know during the good times and the hard times, the grieving times, Jesus is with you every second of your life and into eternity. So if you've never given your life to Jesus, given your heart to him, we want you to please consider to do that today. And all you have to do is pray this prayer with us. And you, you talk about someone helping you through your grief. Yes. Oh, yes. His name is the Holy Spirit. That's right. And he'll give you the Holy Spirit, and, and it will encourage you every day and pick you up when you didn't think you could walk. So just, if you would please uh, pray this prayer with us. In the scriptures it says, whoever calls in the name of the Lord will be saved. So please pray this prayer with us and know that you are saved. Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Lord, I know you died on the cross that you rose on the third day. And because of that cross, you say my sins are forgiven if I ask you to forgive me from a sincere heart. Lord, please forgive me of my sins. Lord, I want you to be with me. I need you. Today, I give you my life. I give you my heart, my soul, and my mind. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah, if you prayed that prayer of salvation, we'd love to hear from you. Or if you have any type of grieving you may be going through right now, please go to our Facebook page and like us and share us. You know, comment. You know, give us an example. You don't have to put your name down there. But, you know, just let us know who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd love to be praying for you. And uh, just maybe help you out just a little bit with the grieving process. That's right. Well, as I, as we said, we want to dedicate this to my mom, mm-hmm. who was the kindest. Now I'm acting like you. Most gentle person I think I've ever known. And she loved the Lord and her family. And we miss her terribly, but we're so blessed to have uh, been able to call her mom. So we'll see her again, honey. We will. And yes, we, will we will talk to everybody hopefully listening tomorrow, okay? And until then, keep living it up. Bob again again.